Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Welcome to our Word Up going through Revelation. Here we are, we're in chapter 12. We're in this, um, you know, hugely symbolic part of, of Revelation, of course, it's full of symbolism throughout Revelation, but this is really, we were looking last time, we've got this um, this sign in heaven. Let's, let, let's pick up on uh, 12. I'm just going to catch up to where we got to uh, and, and go over a few things. We see there's in verse 1, a wondrous sign in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head pregnant cried out in pain as she was about to give birth and um we we asked you know what this we were looking at what this sign was of the woman and uh we kind of came to the conclusion of course we've been reading the commentaries there's various views but we we felt pretty sure this is israel one of the um one of the clues again we have you know israel who's who's um who's scriptures the pentateuch the old testament genesis we see uh we see joseph picturing you know the sun and the moon bowing down um there we see the 12 stars we think of the 12 tribes um this is really a picture of israel and then giving birth to um to a child and this child a son, a male child who will rule the nations with an iron scepter. Here you've got a picture, you know, which is, again, we feel very obvious, a picture of Jesus Christ. Of course, Jesus, King of the Jews, coming from Israel. You know, the blessing to all the nations coming through the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So, so, and, and that allusion to the Psalm to the messianic psalm ruling the nations with an iron scepter so here we've got israel we've got jesus um now we've also got that this red dragon seven heads ten horns uh, whose tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky um does one of you want to pick up on this um uh maybe ben on on this image of you know the dragon and the the third of the stars as we recap yeah the uh for this bit we we kind of related the dragon to to satan um mm. i mean i think the popular view of, of the dragon the fact that he swept a third of the stars uh to to the earth um i'm just trying to look find the scripture there uh yeah, yeah. It, the, yeah. the war in heaven basically yeah the great dragon was was thrown down uh, and his angels were thrown down with him. It goes on to say, "Oh yeah, as for his tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth." So yeah, there's pictures there of, of um, the war in heaven and the dragon being cast down later on in the chapter and, and in verse four in the chapter. And uh, we looked at well, I, I made the comment last time that we uh, we'd seen this before in a kind of symbolic way from the earth side where. I think it was one of the trumpet judgments um, where uh, the stars were were kind of cast down to the earth. Um, there was like a meteor or something. It, it looked like from the, the earthly side, um, and all the all these things were kind of being cast down and and looked at from maybe the earthly point of view. In this chapter, 
we see uh, the almost the heavenly point of view where uh, you know it's been um, it's it, it's happening in heaven like the, the devil is being cast down and we see it from the heavenly side so you know the, the dragon and his angels uh, and there's like a you know the stars fall um, and they're cast down to the earth and it's all about it goes on as we'll see later uh, rejoice O heavens but woe to you O earth because the devil is unleashed basically so it's a picture of the a symbolic picture in a way of the devil being cast out of heaven after his his war with the angel michael and, and all the yes, rest of the yeah. yes we we have this sort of you know various sweeps of history that we see here you know as we go through verse to verse we have you know panoramic sort of quick big brushes of you know, right through history, early in history, um, and then we we seem to zoom in every now and again to to you know particular events or even events in the future. And I think here's an example where <clears throat> obviously you've got um, the the woman Israel giving birth to the son Jesus. You know, so we've got that time in in history from the scriptures that we know. You know, around the year uh, two uh, uh, two thousand years ago. You know. Then we, we jump to the future where it says this woman fled into the desert. So we're back. We're in the future now and to a place prepared, prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of 1260 days. Again, this very specific time in the end times continually referred to through the book of Revelation and in Daniel. You know, this three and a half years, time, times and half a time, this particular period. And we've got it here again. So it seems that this woman is taken um, away and it says where she might be taken care of. And um, that's referred to again. We'll come to this in the second half of this chapter as we get more detail about that. Uh, so we again have the sweeps and then we're we're kind of almost coming out and zooming in, coming out, looking at the big picture, zooming back in. Um, anything, uh, Pastor Akin, you want to say about, you know, what we're saying here? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Just, just, uh, just to recap something we mentioned uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about um, the, the, uh, the war that took place in, in the heavens yes, and, yes. Uh, a, a, the, you know, uh, uh, Satan and a third of the, the, uh, you know, the angels in heaven are cast down. And uh, no, we, we we took um, encouragement and, and comfort in the fact that uh, two thirds of those angels had remained faithful to God, yeah. and so that uh, you know we, we were just you know we we're saying that you know those who are for us They're for the church for and, and for Israel you know are more yes. than those who have been cast out, those who rebelled against God, yeah. and we and um, you know we um, we did we we mentioned that, and uh, and as you, and as you rightly said, we, as we went through the commentaries, we were looking at. Um, the child being referred to being the, the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. and uh, we had seen attempts by the enemy again to, um, you know, to take his life. And just as yes, we, we yeah. see here uh, in, in this, um, you know, in, in, in this, um, you know, verse of scripture where it's where it's, it's saying that you know that the the um, the uh, where where is it now? So that the the, the um, that dragon was um, was before the, the the woman ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we mentioned that in relation to the, you know, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, like you're yeah. saying, you know, it's it's um, something that had taken place. And yet in heaven, it's almost like it, everything is timeless in heaven. And um, yeah. 
sometimes there are things that have taken place hundreds, thousands of years ago. And then they were also talking about things that are going to take place in the future, which which have not yes. yet been yeah. um, specified as to exactly when they're going to take place. But it's like that heavenly perspective of, um, you know, again, we took we, we, we were saying that again, that shows that God is in control mm. of everything, yes, you know, not yes. just the past and the present, but absolutely. also yeah. in the future, regardless of how things might seem. Yes, that absolutely. Yeah. One of the very uh, interesting things as well about we, we're zooming in on the woman, you know, fleeing into the desert in the future uh, where she's cared for uh, for this 1260 days. You know, we're looking at the book of Re Revelation, things to come in the last days. And uh, I've shared on here so many times, but I am remind you again that one of the greatest signs, I believe, that we are in these last days has been in our lifetime, the reformation of the state, the, the nation of Israel, which d has not existed for the best part of 2000 years. It was destroyed, dispersed around the world to the nations you know the diaspora and and you know was inhabited and trampled on by the nations but uh in 1948 you know in the lifetime of many people alive today it was reborn reborn in a day it's miraculously prospered it's now you know uh, a great blessing to the whole world through many many different things and so and and the people of israel are being regathered back to the nation from the nations all around the world these things are right through the scriptures of the prophets uh, and it, an amazing momentous miraculous event that is taking place right now and even we as a church, we support, we're involved with Christian ministries that help the Jewish people going back to the land of Israel to make Aliyah, to respond to this call to come back. You know, he says, I will gather you from all the nations of the earth. This is one of the greatest signs of the last days that that, that is happening today. And here we see an outplaying of what will happen. It seems like the dragon turns his attention again to the woman and so um yeah we see this war in heaven and the the angel you know the angels being flung out of heaven uh it seems to be like a, a last days thing you know related i know this there's the timelessness that you were referring to pastor Akin, but w just commenting again we know that after the deception of eve and when the lord came and said you have deceived her and and he was sort of thrown out of heaven at that time um and and yet it seems is this a secondary um secondary removal from heaven because we see that uh, that we we've seen in verse 9 the great dragon was hurled down the ancient serpent called the devil who leads the whole world astray was hurled to the earth and his angels with him and um we 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 see that it's possibly a secondary throwing out of yeah, the, the, the Satan's ability to to somehow inhabit the heavenly realms. Uh, any anyone want to pick this up? I know we looked at it briefly last time, but it... I was going to say we see. Uh, you're probably just going to say this yeah. that see, in the in the book of Job, Satan is still in the in the courts of heaven. Yes, um, yeah, and he, you know he's still kind of under the the command of of the Lord to. Um, you know he's asking to oppress job and the lord allows him to do certain things to prove job's faith faithfulness yes. to him but the fact that he is he is 
there with the angel uh, in heaven shows that at, at some point he was a fallen uh, he was satan he was the devil but he was still admitted to the courts of heaven to be, yeah. be summoned before the lord and this this occurrence here with the battle seems to be the point where he is is cast out of heaven for good and yes. where it whereas it says he um he accuses the brethren before god at some points um when he's cast to the earth it seems he hasn't got the access to kind of be before god if you like it yeah at that. yes it and, does seem yeah we, it, it, we wonder if it might mean that even the commentators wonder if it might mean hmm. that it's interesting we've got in this event, May, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back. Anyway, he defeated them. We see in Daniel, uh, in Daniel 12, at this, um, you know, detail of the last days, it says, At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. So it seems like, yeah, he's arising. He's protecting Israel. He's fighting against, obviously, you know, the um, uh, other fallen angels the demonic forces because that's what he would be doing and it says there will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning of the nations until then so yeah this is all speaking of it seems the same event um we go we saw this um again a heavenly view now have come the found salvation and the power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before God has been hurled down yeah there we have it again the one who was standing the accuser it seems like he can't be accusing anymore doesn't it by that he's been hurled mm. down hey mm. no more accusing so there's there's rejoicing they overcame him by the blood of the lamb the word of their testimony they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Rejoice, you heavens, you dwell in them. This is where we're really going to pick up now the second half that we got to we got to hear last time. But anyway, let's pick up. I'm going to read through the last few verses and then we'll really look a bit more deeply at them. So it says, therefore, rejoice, you heavens and you who dwell in them. So there's something to rejoice about. There's rejoicing in heaven. But it says, but woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury because he knows that his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the desert where she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time, and out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her offspring, those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And the dragon stood on the shore of the sea. So uh, again, you know, this very vivid imagery here. But we we have the, you know, we're already talking about the interpretations of who these images represent. So let's let's pick up on those. 
It's interesting you've got rejoicing in the heavens, but woe and distress on the earth to sort of, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? We pray your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, you've got here, you know, great distress as never before seen or unparalleled on the earth and the, the rejoicing in heaven. Um, mm. It's interesting. There would be some Christians, I uh, forget the term they have for them, but they almost believe that, that, you know, the saints and the Christians will bring in the kingdom on the earth. And then when it's, you know, when it's uh, when it's in full reign, then Jesus will come and uh, and, and take his place on, on the earth. But uh, here, I, I think it, it shows that, well, actually, there's there's great distress, like unparalleled on the earth. Uh, Pastor Akin, any mm. thoughts on, on this particular sort of thing that's going on here? Rejoicing in heaven, great distress on the earth. Yes, I know. When, when I was just um, just reading that, it just uh, just made me think there that uh, possibly when it says that you know rejoice in the heavens, I was thinking possibly was was that the obviously I would, I would have thought it would be the presence of um, you know the uh, of Satan in heaven would have been a cause for let me I, I can't I won't yeah. call it the cause of distress of as the same way that it was is, is on the earth but in the heavens it was kind of like I don't know if there was kind of like you know this you know every time he, you know he turns up you know he's causing he comes to accuse the brethren and yes, you know it's yes, all of this sort yes. of thing and uh, at uh, maybe even guessing at one at what point is this is, is he going to be denied access Yes, um yeah. to the father you know he keeps coming here and he's yeah. bringing all these accusations against our brethren you know people that we know and things like that mm. but um i mean again it's just this whole thing about you know god being in total control of everything so even yeah, uh you know the saints in heaven the angels in heaven they might have been wondering the same thing you know what, what when is this when is this going to end when is this going to come to a stop but he does tell us here that there, there will be a point in time when he is cast out of heaven when he will no longer have access to the uh, throne room of God anymore to bring those accusations against the um, you know the brethren and he, and that's not going to be um, you know it, 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 you know, God has set that time when the devil will be cast out. I'm mean, saying this here that when that yeah. happens, mm. there is going to be great rejoicing in heaven. You know, it's yeah. like oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think right. there'll, there'll also be that. But this is this this is obviously just my own thoughts. There'll, yeah. there'll be that sense of we're drawing to the end of the age now that yeah. he has been cast out. Now yeah. this is something yeah. that. You know the believers that have been. I mean, sorry. I mean the um, the angels in heaven. You know those who are in in heaven. They would have been aware of this. And you know, now that he's been cast out, we're coming towards the end of the age. Yes. Actually being cast yes. out. And so there's great. You know, I think part of that. At least again, my thoughts. Part of that rejoicing is also the fact that yes, yeah. we're coming to the end of this. Now he no longer has any authority here. He can no longer come here anymore. Now he's been cast down to the earth now. And so there is that great sense of um, yes, rejoicing that he can't come anymore, but also. The sense that we're coming to the end of things now when that kingdom of god that is here in heaven is also going to come upon the earth as well the the, the downside to that obviously is that now as the scripture says that the, the, the enemy himself sitting himself will also be aware that his time is cut short as well and so that's why you know as it says here the voice is saying here well woe to you inhabitants of the earth you know because the devil is now it's, as it said here he's now um gone down to you yeah. the devil has now come down to you having great wrath because he knows 
that he has a short time. So he's also aware yes, that when this absolutely. takes place, his time is coming to an end. Yeah. And all those, all those other fallen angels along with him as well, yeah. they also aware that their time is coming to an end. Yeah. And so we do have this kind of like great rejoicing, but, but at the same time, and I think the other, the other thing that is like without a heavenly perspective, um, you know, people on the earth at this time probably wouldn't be aware of what's happening. I mean, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to be a kind of like a, you'll actually see, see him, the devil yeah, cast down so everyone can say, oh, look, you know, but he is, you know, the only, I think possibly the only, uh, if, if you like, sense that people will have is that uh, the there'll be a, a great increase of, of wickedness evil. and evil yes. upon the face of the earth and a great deception as well, because that's who he is, a great deceiver. So yeah. there'll be an increase of that. But um, apart from that, the people on the earth probably won't be aware of what's going on. But, you know, as, as we as we progress, we will see that there will be these other signs. You know, God isn't yes, going to leave people yeah. without the sign. So like you rightly said, mm. um, the sign of the the, the the reformation of the nation of Israel. I, I think I believe every believer who um, is looking into the scriptures, looking for, you know, the purposes of God will have recognized that, that was that's an amazing sign that has taken place. Mm-hmm. And so as we continue to read through and we see things that, are, that God is already saying, this is going to happen as well. It's it's it, it's these are the you know, God doesn't know. I'm just trying to say that God will not leave people no matter which point in history it is without this mm-hmm. sign to show that, look. This is this is you know, I I am real. My kingdom is real. All the things that I'm saying to you, they're the truth, and that you can see these things are beginning to unfold before you as well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Angela says, are there seven heavens? Uh, that, that's a good question, Angie, because um, yeah, in fact, even Paul refers to you know being taken up to you know different levels of heavenly levels, and it seems you know they're they're. That makes sense in a, in a way, doesn't it? Because if we think of, you know, heaven and the place of, of, of the Lord Almighty himself, you know, being a place of, of, of rule reigning, you know, absolute glory and, and, and you know, not the place where evil could dwell, uh, but possibly in, in lower levels of, of this kind of heavenly realms. We hear of these heavenly realms, don't we? And, um, you know, it seems that the devil had access to certain heavenly realms. We know that, you know, the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms. So we think of the heaven, heavenly realms and levels, like you say there, Angie. It does seem there are different levels and realms of of the heavenlies. And because uh, you might say, well, how could there be any wrong in heaven? And, uh, you know, but but. If we go right to the origins, you know, let's face it, there was a rebellion in heaven, mm-hmm. you know, in a place of absolute perfection. Lucifer, mm-hmm. the um, the angel of light, uh, who was who was, you know, leading worship and things. He, he rebelled. You know, yeah. the angels, it seems, have got a will and the, the ability to choose to 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 worship God or not. And uh, it looks like a third of them chose to follow Lucifer. Yes. I was going to say as as well, Pastor. I was going to say that again. It just um, you know this is again. It just reinforces the fact that God God is in control of everything, and that we might have this perception, like like you rightly said, some Christians might be even questioning how is how can Satan go into heaven? How can he be allowed into the the presence of God? But um, actually, when when we think about it, like you rightly said, the origin, he was actually created in uh, to to worship God, was it? So he he was there. He he had access yeah. to it. that was where he originally was before he fell. 
and um, you know the the, the, um, the the levels of the, of the heavenly like you spoke about and everything. Mm -hmm. It's 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 all about you know this is this is why we said this is about God's kingdom. It's, God's it's kingdom, His kingdom. Exactly. It's His way. It's His will. And some of the things that we we know we might see or hear about or we we may, they may not make sense to us. But I think what mm. what uh, is important is that we understand that He is in control. And as we as we do now, as we read throughout the scriptures, God is good. And even when we see things that we don't fully understand. We, yeah. we understand that once they're in within God's economy, it's it's, it's God's will that there's always this. It's always right, if I can put it that way. You know, he, he everything that he does is good and it's always right Amen. as well. Amen. Yes, yes. Matt asks the question: Does that mean you graduate and you can go up a level uh, in the heavenly realms and sort of thing? Um, ben, do you want to pick that one up quickly? Yes. There's this scripture describes three three levels of heaven, and I, I get this from. Derek Prince and his uh, spiritual warfare study, which I fully recommend to everyone listening, especially on this point, because it seems to be uh, creating a bit of interest, that there are three levels of heaven. Uh, and the the heavens that we see, the sky uh, and everything that is visible to us, that's the first heaven. The second heaven is the spiritual realm where things like spiritual warfare go on where the demons are present, where we was having a discussion about uh, uh, when we talked about the locusts and the horses earlier on, you know, whether that, whether they were visible to us or it was a, the spiritual side of, yeah. of what was going on uh, and all the death and the plagues were coming. But behind the scenes in the, in that second realm, is is these uh demons on horseback and doing all this stuff and that's where the war is it you know goes on the spiritual warfare goes on and in the third heaven paul says i was called up into the third heaven and i saw things that i can't talk about i would say that john in revelation is called up into that third third heaven mm -hmm. uh, that scripture describes and that is the heaven of heavens the throne room of god mm -hmm. uh, the place where um that where god dwells and where the devil was thrown out of but yeah that i mean i get my teaching on that from Derek prince which is from the scriptures so his yeah. theories on on spiritual warfare i fully recommend especially on this point about the levels of heaven and you know even the angelology that we talked about the levels of different angels and all that yeah. kind of thing fantastic yeah. really gone deep on that kind of thing Great. But Matt, to answer your question as well, listen, when we graduate, we go straight up to be with God. It says, you know, even now we're seated. Yeah, we go to the third heaven, the top heaven. We go to paradise to be alongside God. We don't, there's no kind of slow graduation working through different levels of, of having to get there. You know, you get, um, what, what is it? A one-way ticket to, you know, the, the top heaven with God. Uh, we are co-heirs with Christ, you know, to we are, you know, what's the priests and kings, you know, we're royalty. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's incredible what we have yes. in Amen. and yes. through Jesus Christ. You are, yes. you know, a co-heir with the king of kings. And so, right. wow, yes. you know, I, I think when we when we understand that, we, we, we just worship the Lord. So, yes. It's mind blowing. Sorry, Pastor. The thing mind that blind, just, please, just admitted it's absolutely mind blowing because it's just like, like you rightly said, we let, you see the, the thief on the cross when yes. he professes, you know, his faith in Christ, and right there, man who's lived his his life, you know, away mm -hmm. from God, doing what he wanted to do, and then that moment when he makes that decision, 
and he suddenly realizes this is the Messiah. This is this is the one. And he professes that faith in Christ. And he says, Lord, you know, have mercy on me. And, and the Lord's response to him straight away is, right, you're, you're going to be with me in, in paradise. You're going to be with me in heaven. Yes. And like you've rightly said, I, I think that this whole thing about levels, it, it, it's a man-made thing, isn't it? Yes, you know, religion and yeah. some um, occults as well cultic yes, practices where yeah. you start mm -hmm. to go through these levels and if you Very do this you so, go yeah. through that level and you get promoted and all of that sort That's of thing right, yeah. but in, in the kingdom of god this is the grace the grace that uh, the angels in heaven don't even understand how god could be so gracious to us you know the moment we embrace jesus christ as our lord and savior straight away like you've rightly said pastor Ian, all of everything the kingdom we're seated with him in heavenly places everything it's yeah. ours everything that oh, he has it, straight away and oh, uh, what, i guess amazing. what, we, what, what yeah. we struggle with our christian life is that um you know we struggle with our humanity and we struggle with with, with with sin that fallen nature and we can't fully we don't always fully grasp god's love and his mercy and his grace not understanding that everything it's just made as soon as we we you know we, we receive christ as our lord and savior everything you know it's the act like you write his access to the yeah. father he even tells us to come boldly you know in time of need we should come into his presence and yes. uh, it's just amazing yeah. salvation is amazing if anyone's listening oh, you know absolutely. we would we just want it's to encourage you. you know this whole study everything that we're doing it's all about revealing the christ revealing the messiah revealing the savior for you to embrace him to to come to him to know the father to know his will for your life it's, it's just an amazing life Amen. absolutely yes thanks pastor Akin. great question matt and thank you very much indeed so um yeah now now so we've got the devil he says whoa the devil's gone down to you he's filled with fury and when he saw that he'd been hurled to the earth he went he goes after the woman it says so we've got israel he's going after israel there's a we know we we know through the scriptures there is a time of great distress um, and coming against Israel, it's sometimes referred to as Jacob's trouble. It's part of the last days uh, a scenario. And it seems like all the nations, you know, are, are, are deceived and moved to come against Israel. They attack Israel. The, the devil's coming against Israel. So we've got here pursuing the woman who'd given birth to the male child. The woman, it <coughs> says, was given two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to a place prepared for her in the desert. We heard about this earlier on in the chapter where it says that um, um, a woman fled into the desert to a place prepared for her by God. That was in verse 6. Here we have it again. So, so that was given the wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to a place prepared in the desert where would she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time. There we've got again that period of three and a half years, this, this time in the last days where, yes, it's a time of Jacob's great trouble, but it's also a time of God supernaturally protecting his people and standing for them. Now, this uh, imagery of... Um, given two wings of a great eagle actually that again is we we see that in exodus exodus 19 um it, it it says you have been you have seen what i did to the egyptians and how i carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself and here we we have again the lord supernaturally you know helping israel and and is it michael we've heard how michael uh, rises up in Daniel 12 at that time Michael the great prince who protects your people will arise and so they're taken to this place in the desert and and one of the um 
Well, well, the the literal translation is, and, and it says it in the King James, the New King James, where they're nourished for a time. And um, interestingly, you know, when God took, he, he, he brought his people out of Egypt and he nourished them supernaturally, didn't he? He brought, you know, quail from heaven. He brought meat. He brought bread miraculously, you know, this physical um, sustaining of them miraculously for what, 40 years uh, in the desert where there was no food, he sustained them. But much more than that, he gave, he nourished them with his word. He brought, it was in the desert, the wilderness, where he brought the Torah. You know, the, the word of God came to them that on the tablets of stone to Moses, the word of life, the word, the word, the word was given. You know, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, by my word. So he gave them the word in the in the wilderness. And it's interesting how it says here that, you know, so the Lord takes them into the desert during this time of great trouble and he nourishes them there. And uh, I was I was sort of wondering about this nourishing. Could it be that it's here? If you think of the nourishing, the word, was it here that they have the revelation that Jesus is the word, is their Messiah? Because it says at one point, Israel will will look and see and realize, oh, Jesus is our Messiah. He, the one we pierced, the one we, we rejected and they weep for him as for a, a firstborn child. And they, you know, they, they, they submit to him, they, they receive him. And and yeah, I like I, I was thinking, could that be the time, you know, when they're nourished with not only, you know, cared for, but uh, could they receive a, a special revelation there? <laughs> anyway, that's my little uh, I was quite excited about that. <laughs> the time, times and half the time. Do you think that's a, an exciting revelation there, guys? <laughs> could it could it be from the absolutely, Lord? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Because, um, because it, it's actually, I know we, we're not, we're, we're going to come to this, but when when we look at verse seventeen, it does say that that when he says here that the dragon was enraged uh, with the woman, and he yeah. went to make war with the rest of her offspring, mm. and, and 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 he just begins to it says the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So yes. I, I, as you said, there is it possible that there is going to be this. Um, uh, you know, there's just going to be this revelation, this opening of their eyes so that when they come out of this, you know, this period of, um, yeah. you know, being in the wilderness and of God's divine protection and his, you know, his, uh, his, his provision, yeah. not just uh, physical provision, but his word as well, that they're going to come out, you know, because so they're keeping the commandments of God, which they had in the, in the times of Moses. But he also says that they have the testimony of Jesus Christ yes, as well. Yeah. Yeah, so um, true, yeah. it's, there's been an addition to what they had before. They've always had the mm. Torah. They've always had the law. But now they've got the testimony of Jesus. And I'm just thinking that, well, the testimony of Jesus, what, what's that going to be? That he's, he's, he's our Messiah, that the testimony of he's the Savior. Yes, that's you right. know, that's yeah, the, the, yeah. the testimony that uh, we're, we're, I, know we're, I know we might be speculating here, but that could be the testimony that they're going yeah. to come out with. They say, wow, we have now, we now know, we now see, we've experienced, you know, that the, the you know the saving grace of God. Now, even though we've rejected Him all these years, and we, you know, we refuse to believe that He was one, but in, in this time of this hour of need, at this time of need, He has shown Himself to be, you know, that our, our Messiah, our Savior, and, and they come out of this experience with that having that testimony. Yes, Amen. Absolutely, yeah. 
In, let's look at this because we're coming, you know, we've got about 10 minutes. It says that then from his mouth, the serpent, you know, so, so, so we've got the, the, um, the, the, the woman is taken into the desert time, times and a time, times and half a time out of the serpent's reach. So it seems like the, you know, it's pretty, the, Israel or part of Israel or maybe this, this, you know, because not all Israel is Israel, but we won't go there anyway. But they, um, so, so there's this remnant that is uh, out of the serpent's reach, and it says, "Then from his mouth the servants, the serpent, sorry, spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with a torrent. Something, but the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth." There's a mouth again the, from the mouth of the servant, and the earth opens its mouth, swallows this river. Um, that the dragon spewed out. So it seems like, you know, this river comes and, and, and almost, you know, somehow it's swallowed up so it doesn't um, overwhelm and sweep away the woman. What what could this be, friends? Um, ben, what do you think this could be? This was the one uh, verse in this whole chapter that was really quite in interesting. Um, the the uh, in, in Scripture, often the, the mouth... Um, obviously is, is is what comes out of the mouth, you know, is words and, and oh, the yes, river yes. coming out. Of, it says, in my version anyway, the serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman um, to sweep her away with a flood. Um, and a mouth, a symbol of speech, the water from the serpent's mouth may be a symbol of, of slander. Um, yes. It's it spoken in, in uh, chapter 2, verse 9, in chapter 3, verse 9, about the slander of the synagogue of Satan, if you remember that. Um, oh, yes, uh, yes. Don, the, you know, called Jesus called some of the unbelieving Jews that were persecuting the Christians the synagogue of Satan, and they slandered the Christians. Um, and that, that was almost like a flood of, of, of persecution against them. Um, and obviously, when we're talking about Israel, uh, the Jews throughout history, you know, it's all been slander really against them right from when the church fathers, you know, accused them of killing Christ and, get, you know, they were marked with that through the ages. Uh, and even today with the Arab-Israeli conflict, I mean, both sides, it's full of propaganda and slander. But, um, yeah, that, that whole thing about uh, the water being poured out, the imagery uh, of that, but excellent as well that in verse 16, but the earth came to the help of the woman uh, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon poured out from its mouth. And that that's amazing because it, it's it's creation. It, God's creation mm -hmm. is assisting the woman, defending the woman, basically. And we've seen that happen before in Scripture. Yeah. Um, back in Numbers, when the sons of Korah were, were judged, the earth, it says in Numbers 16, 32, the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed, swallowed them up. And then obviously in Exodus, uh, in 15.10, it talks about when uh, the Israelites are being pursued by Pharaoh, you know, they were crossing the Red Sea. You blew your wind, the sea covered them, and they sunk like lead in the mighty waters. God's creation, again, defending his people. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the, the earth came to the help of the woman. It's almost like the earth creation has been personified. Uh, and we yes. we even see in Romans, like the earth cries out for the sons of God. You know, it's yes, like a personification yes, yeah. of God's creation. It's it's wanting to be uh, governed and ruled by God, and it will it 
it plays its part in defending his people. Obviously, God is the initiator, but he uses the things of the earth to to uh, aid his mm. people and defend his people. There's images that I, I used to love the image in uh, it's probably in Joshua or, or, or um, when they're uh, at battle and there's like the army are fighting. But there's a scripture that said, you know, God is throwing massive, great big snowballs at the enemy as well, you know, as well as the, the Israelites. So, you know, fighting alongside each other and you know, the Ark of the Covenant with them, uh, you know, zapping yes, them yes, like raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, it's, uh, it, it's this awesome picture of, of creation and, and God working in partnership yes for, yes for absolutely. yeah yeah or that that kind of again the heavenly battle you know that is is happening at the same time and almost reflects the earthly and 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 we see when you said that ben it reminded me of you know the battling of joshua down in the valley and and when when moses hands were raised you know the, the in worship if you like you've got the connection with the worship and the heavenly connection and 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 it somehow released the the heavenly armies to to do more. There's this, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a mystery, then, incredible mystery. There was a, and yet, a part where the sun is the sun is stopped for an hour, isn't it? As well. Yes, so again, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, um, for a day, I believe. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah, interestingly, f thank you for that, Ben. It's, it's fascinating. This imagery of of the mouth speaking, you know, and yes, I I, I was reading that as well that. You know, could this be that, you know, the enemy spewing out, you know, and again, that spewing is, is speaking of, of spewing lies, satanic, you know, fake news or whatever about Israel, maybe, and, and trying to just, um, you know, who knows what's happening at that time, but maybe somehow, you know, this great deception, trying to have her destroyed through that deception. But then we've got, like you say, another opening of a mouth you know a truth coming um and and why was i thinking this but almost similarly you imagine the revelation of jesus christ coming to to those people you know uh the mouth uh the the the, the words coming that you know that, that would swallow up everything else ah oh, you know we we belong to yeshua we are saved we're safe we are his and and it would you know just swallow up all else, or you've yeah. got um, yeah like you say um, you know somehow nature revealing things uh, you know it says the heavens declare the glory of the Lord the earth proclaims the works of His hands could be something that uh, yeah That's where amazing. God supernaturally yeah. reveals something. It's, it's, it's amazing, Pastor. We we just mentioned there about swallowing up, but you know the, what just came to my mind was. Um, you know egypt's uh, pharaoh's musicians and when they, they threw their staff down and um they turned into um into serpents and uh, moses yeah. did the same but his um you know that, that his stuff swallowed up all the others you yes, know yes. and it's almost like there's a, this there's this kind of like a power struggle where they mm. you know they're trying to prove no we could you know that's nothing we can do that as well but then god shows you no know, and like you're like you're saying about the mouth and the words it's like god's words Will, will always prevail against the word of the enemy when he, the truth will prevail over over deception and over lies and um, yes we don't know how this is all going to play out but at mm. the end of the day you you can see the, how the the, you know, the enemy could u try and use the media to sway public opinion in different nations against israel but then like you said the revelation of christ 
uh, come into people's hearts and and, and yeah. superseding and, and and overcoming that and swallowing yes. all of that up. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like you say, Anne. Indeed, fake news and social media. Yeah, we've got to be so careful where we receive our truth from, who we're listening to. You know, what narrative is informing our lives? That's why in these days, of course, it's always been imperative. But to have the word of God, know the word of God, be in the word of God. You know, in your your daily devotions, allowing the word to renew our minds and, and keep us in the truth. You know, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will keep you free. But if we're listening to, you know, there's so much noise right now uh, in this world of, of fake news, lies, this, that and the other, we've really got to guard our, our hearts, our ears, our eyes in this day. And, and we know that the dragon was enraged in his fury. It seems like I, I, I kind of see this as he's frustrated. He can't get to this woman. So he turns and to make war against the rest of her offspring. I wonder if this might be, you know, he goes from Israel. Right. I'm going to go after the church. I'm going after those who, you know, uh, yes, I, I've got you. Uh, absolutely. Akin. I, li I like that um, that interpretation of, you know, those who are maybe um, Messianic Jews because they obey God's commandments and also hold to the testimony of Jesus Christ? Or could it mean, you know, those who, who have come through from born out of Israel, you know, the, the, um, the, the church believers in Jesus Christ and now grafted back in now. Um, interestingly, you know, now, let me just mention this before we're coming to the end of the time. But there's a huge part section of the church that believe the, ch that the, the saints, the church, will be raptured before the tribulation, before any of these things, before this trouble. But, um, you know, if we look at that, what it's saying there, if that is uh, the, the, the wrath of the serpent going after the church, and, and if we look ahead, just very briefly, we'll be looking at this in detail. But chapter 13, it, it, and we start to look at the Antichrist in detail and, and his movements. It says about him in verse 7, 13, 7, you know, because in 6, he says he was blaspheming against God, blaspheming his name, his tabernacle and those who dwell in heaven. It says about this person, it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. This is in the last days. Um, you know, in this particular time, we think of this time, times and, and, and half a time, you know, in this time of tribulation, it seems that the saints, the church is around. Uh, of course, those who say the pre-tribulation rapture, like, like uh, the left behind films and, and, and that kind of um that that narrative would say, ah, oh, yeah, these are all the people who were born again after the rapture because they they saw it happen, everything clicked, and they suddenly turned to the Lord. Could be, could be, but uh, from my reading of Scripture, it seems that the church are are there. The church, you know, are standing strong in their their testimony is is massively powerful. We saw through Revelation, you know, the martyrs, those clothed in, in garments of white, even at the altar crying, Lord, when will you redeem us? When will you, you know, when will you bring justice for for the lives uh, that um, uh, we we gave, if you like, in this time? 
any last word on this one uh, before we? I know we're just over time, but uh, I know it's a bit of a big subject. <laughs> Nikki, uh, Nikki was asking what what a rapture meant. What rapture meant? So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So rapture, if I can say, it, it's, it's you know, when we go up, it says we go up to meet the Lord in the air at the end when he comes. And there's, of course, different um, interpretations of, you know, some say, oh, there's a there's a first uh, a going up to meet the Lord before he really finishes his his judgments on the earth. And then there's a secondary um, kind of, you know, the resurrection, really. It's talking about the resurrection of of of, of those up as well, um, you know, the the dead to life but anyway um we better leave it there friends <laughs> hope that's not too confusing uh there we are we've got to the end of chapter 12 we'll be going into 13 great detail of um the beast and and the antichrist and uh, it's very fascinating stuff so with going back always to what pastor akin says Great and and great uh, to remind us. This is all showing that God is in total control. He's ruling and reigning. If you belong to Him, you are safe. There's nothing to be afraid of. And it says He's with us. He takes us all the way through uh, whatever we might be going through, and uh, we can experience great. Even in the you know we're shining in the darkness. It says that's our portion in these days. We experience His help, His supernatural help. So be be encouraged, friends. Uh, God bless you. See you all very soon. Thanks, Pastor Akin and Ben. Thank you all for, you for joining us. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.